0: sound you'll be what they dump out I've been getting my cake and running wild since the little child getting it every day day, I'm working sun up till the sundown I'm getting it every day hateing trying to see how I do this what's up guys this is Jake Carlisle and welcome to the cap Gains podcast where we share our experiences on how to flip and invest in real estate the stock market and all things fitness join us as we dive deep into the world of self-development And let's get ready to make some capital gains. Um, It's just me tonight. It's a little late. It's honestly 9.56. It's a Tuesday night. And um, I just kind of want to go to sleep. But it's all good. I'm going to get you some content and give you some insight. Um, I know we've talked about this probably once before in our very first real estate uh, podcast. But... I want to hammer it in and really kind of give you some valuable information to work off of. So what I want to talk about is, is house hacking and realistically how to get your first real estate rental, uh, real estate investment. Um, the easiest way, I suppose, quote unquote. And so what that entails is what a house hack is, is basically you're going to buy a place and rent out the rooms or rent out one side of the the property to somebody else and then their rent will cover your mortgage. Essentially, you're living for free and you have your first rental. Now, the perks behind that is number one, you have to live in it. Um, But the perks to that is you get to use a three and a half percent down loan through FHA, uh, Federal Housing Administration. And so what that does, it allows you to go buy I believe up to four hundred thousand dollars worth of property and so it's up to three and a half percent or as low as three and a half percent which I it's I believe that's like eighteen grand on three hundred thousand don't quote me on that that's just mental math now what you can do you can put eighteen thousand on a four hundred thousand dollar place um, or let, let's let's do it more realistically let's say two hundred thousand dollars let's do a two hundred thousand dollar three bedroom two bathroom house right? Um, you're gonna put down anywhere from $7,500 to $9,000 on that house. Now, in the grand scheme of things, that's not very much. Um, as for college students, that can be, but you know, as, as a full time, somebody has a full time job, uh, it's really not that much. So, 3.5% down is a lifesaver. Now, you're gonna buy that house 3.5% down. And you'll bring, like I said, $7,500 to $9,000 down to the closing table. Um, and then you'll live in it, right? And so your mortgage payment's probably gonna be anywhere from, let's say, a thousand to twelve hundred bucks, depending on your taxes. Could be higher, could be a little bit lower. Just depends. Um, but either way, you're gonna take either the rooms or the units. You're gonna rent them out to other people to cover your mortgage. Now you're essentially living for free, right? And um, now you. Have your rental long term. Say when you move out of there, you're gonna be able to rent that out at market rent, whatever that is, and cash flow x amount of dollars. Um, so let, let's give an example. My duplex, I rent it out, and it covers my mortgage. And then once I end up moving out of here and rent both sides, I'll long term traditional long term rent. It'll probably bring in about seven eight hundred bucks a month cash flow. Not too bad. Uh, I'm actually planning to Airbnb one side and long term the other, and so I'm kind of thinking I'm gonna double that cash flow. But you know, just getting creative. Either way, the cool thing about FHA is you can do this once a year. You can do an FHA loan once a year, and so my basic plan. And this is, I guess, like clickbait title: Use seven thousand dollars to become a millionaire. Right? If you do this every single year for ten years. Or however long you want, right? Like my plan is, Hey, I'm going to do this every year for the next 10 years. And then I can basically have 10 cash flowing properties for very little down. Right. And so that's just literally a, a easy, dumb, dumb, like it doesn't take any skill to buy those, right? Three and a half percent down. Just make sure you're cash flowing every month after you're, after you're out. Right. Uh, so that is honestly the easiest way to get your first rental. And, and honestly, it's probably the best just because you live in it. You have to manage it. You have to manage the tenants. You have to figure out maintenance. You have to do all of that because you live there, right? You're living it. You're in it, okay? Um, and you have to collect rent, uh, pay taxes, all that good stuff. So that's probably the best way to get started to me and just want to give you a little uh, insight on kind of what my thought process is that as far as that goes that's what's called a house hack there's a million books on them million youtube videos and honestly if you want to get started in real estate that is the best way now i will say if you don't have two years of work experience you're going to need two years of work experience if you want to go get a loan by yourself if not you're gonna to want to go find somebody who will be willing to co-sign on your loan for you so that they can get approved or so you can get approved through their income, right? Uh, because the banks look at debt-to-income ratio and see how much debt you have compared to how much income you have to so they know they'll get they'll get repaid, right? And so what I'd end up doing is I got a co-signer <coughs> and uh, used his income to qualify for the loan. But you know, I, I brought in the down payment, I'm handling all the mortgage all of uh, property maintenance, anything like that. It's all me. And, uh, you know, long-term I'll refinance into something in just my name and uh, get him out of there. But super great, super grateful that he was able to do that for me. And, uh, if you have somebody like that, that will co-sign for you, tell them thank you. uh, because that's a huge, you know, realistically a big burden for someone to bear and, uh, especially financially. And so I hope you guys like this little info um, you know if if you do it right you can really really snowball that one house into a lot right because not not only can you buy one of those houses every year you can go back in a year or two and take the equity that you have gained through appreciation uh, debt pay down and stuff like that through your first house you can use that equity to put down on a regular rental property, 20% down. And so now you have two, you have the one that you bought from your old house, plus the one you buy every year, then you have two. And then guess what? The next year you can do it again, but you can do it two more times and you can do it four more times and then eight more times. So it really does just snowball. Um, and that's kind of the, the basic, like you really could do nothing you can work a full-time job 40 hours a week. You could probably make 60, 70 grand a year and you could have probably 40 to 50 houses by the time you're 30 and literally retire. So there's, there's how you retire. That's how you, that's how I would retire. You don't have to do that, but, uh, that's a, that's some good game right there. Um, and then one more thing, uh, if you really want to step it up a notch, here's a little, a little tip. Go get your real estate license. Okay. Get sponsored by a broker. Now, when you go buy your three and a half percent down property, you're going to get paid three percent at the closing table for a, a license commission, right? Because if you're representing yourself and the the listing broker is going to pay the buyer's agent three percent, but look, you're the buyer's agent if you're licensed. So you'll get paid three percent. And so I did the math on this the other day, if you did that on a $200,000 house, you would put down, I think it was 7,500 bucks, don't quote me on that, and then 3% is six grand. So you're gonna put down 1,500 bucks effectively on a $200,000 house. Now, most people I know, literally most people, even the brokest of broke people I know, have $1,500. So next time someone tells you, you're crazy for buying a house or you're crazy for wanting to buy a house or you don't have the money to buy a house. Don't listen to them. The barrier to entry is a lot lower than you actually think if you do it right and you're smart about it. So hopefully you took some some value from that. And uh, But thank you for listening to the podcast. I know it was a little short, but got to keep it short and sweet. Got to go to bed. Got a 5 a.m. wake-up call. So uh, if you got any value from this, please share it. And let me know how it went. And if you got any um, insights or it uh, helped you take action, let me know so we can share your story. Um, But please give us a a review on Apple Podcasts. We just released it on Apple Podcasts, so now we're there. Hopefully everybody can get it. And uh, lastly, let's show the world how to make some capital gains. And Fuck what they talk about. I've been getting my cake and running wild since a little child. Yo, getting it every day. I'm working sun up till the sun down. Yo, I'm getting it every day. These niggas hating, trying to see how I do this shit. Bitch, I'm not new.